0: This is London. American opposition to the closing of the Burma Road, as expressed in Mr. Cordell Hull's statement yesterday, caused some surprise in London. We have been told that Washington had been fully informed of each step in the negotiations between Britain and Japan, and that no objections have been raised. Talk about keeping open arteries of commerce in every part of the world sounds rather strange to the British at a time when they are fighting without effective allies for their very existence. The whole British attitude will probably be made clear in a statement in the House of Commons this afternoon. Press comment on the Far Eastern situation this morning emphasizes that Britain would welcome Washington's aid in attempting to settle the war. But no one knows what, if anything, Washington is prepared to do. This morning's Times, in commenting on yesterday's announcement in Washington, says, Mr. Hull's statement will doubtless be well-received by the Democratic Convention. Tokyo reports... The final and official agreement on the Bremer Road has been reached. Sir John Anderson, the Minister of Home Security, found himself in the midst of an unexpected parliamentary storm last night. He asked the House of Commons to rush through a bill setting up special war courts in parts of this country affected by attempted invasion or severe bombing. The bill provides for special one-judge courts without juries, with power to impose the death sentence on civilians for such offenses as looting. There would be no appeal from the court's decision. The House of Commons didn't like Sir John's proposal, and he was barely able to finish his speech. So frequent and insistent were the interruptions. The Minister of Home Security finally had to climb down and agree to furnish more details and to discuss the matter with individual members of the House. It was the clearest indication that we have yet seen that the House of Commons has not abdicated and that the essentials of democracy remain despite the sweeping dictatorial powers voted to the government. While the Axis propaganda machine continues to threaten Britain with a peace ultimatum or immediate invasion, the only land fighting in this war is in Africa. The official communiques from this region provide very little information. Today's Daily Herald lists the places on the frontier of the Sudan and Italian East Africa captured by the Italians and says, The layman's desire for information is not satisfied with such phrases as withdrawal according to plan. The time has arrived, says the Herald, when the Foreign Office should give us a complete survey of the war in Africa to date. London afternoon newspapers devote their front pages to President Roosevelt's statement that he does not want a third term. Editors seem to agree that he will be nominated for that third term. According to an official announcement from the Ministry of Labor this morning, the cost of food has risen 6% during the last month. On Tuesday of next week, the British taxpayer will receive some bad news. The Chancellor of the Exchequer will announce his supplementary budget. It is certain that the income tax will be increased, and the excess profits tax will probably go up. The willingness of the British public to accept the heaviest taxation in their history is impressive. When the last budget was announced by Sir John Simon, who was then Chancellor of the Exchequer, a wave of criticism resulted. Not because he was asking the taxpayer for too much, but because he was asking for too little. Next Tuesday's budget is expected to silence that sort of criticism. We've been trying to give you these last few weeks a picture of English life under the threat of total war. But the strangest picture of all is the tableau of England as retouched by the German radio speakers and designed for German listeners. This the Englishman rarely hears. The other night, the German radio said... told the German people that Englishmen are building private machine gun nests, that there are riots in London each night after dark, and that regularly, after midnight... Frightened crowds began a chase for foreigners. Well, I'm a foreigner and live here, and I haven't seen any foreigners being chased, either in the daytime or at night. A favorite technique of the German radio is to argue away the existence of democracy in this country. Uh, The Deutschland Sender declares that criticism of the government brings deportation, and that government plans to suppress all newspapers and institute one official newspaper, and that Englishmen are sentenced to five years' imprisonment for tuning in to German radio stations. The only comment to make on that statement is that it just isn't true. I return you now to CBS in New York.